0: What are we
1: going to do? It's bleeding. What are we going to (laughs) do? It's not me, sir. No, I'm just doing what the Alethioma tells me. You know, it's not heresy if I say it. I'm just repeating (laughs) what they said, honestly. It's not my fault. It really isn't. Oh, I never said anything. I never did did nothing or nothing.
0: Sorry. (laughs) I never know nothing about nothing, okay? It was was Tony, Tony told me to do it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hello and welcome to the oncast my name is dom as one half of the oncast and joined by tom's hello tom
0: hello there
1: so this week we're wrapping up our coverage of season two of his dark materials by talking about the season finale the asa hetra asa hetra the asa hetra Um, which is a very weird looking word with lots of conjoined letters and stuff. I've never known (laughs) how to pronounce it. Yeah, there you go. I Um, believe. And I've never known how to pronounce it, but now I do. Um, but there you go. That's the name of this finale episode. So straight away, we haven't spoken about it really. Um, what did you think of it as a finale?
0: Uh, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Like it was one of those ones where I was like, was happy when it got to the end because I was like, right, we're getting somewhere now. Because it felt like it always felt like a lot of like moving towards something.
1: Yeah, we we spoke about that previously on the on the on that last episode. It definitely felt like the episode wasn't yeah. didn't have much going. It was just a case of getting everything set up for this episode. Um, yeah, I think that definitely yeah that was really apparent. But then everything sort of got paid off in this
0: one. Yeah, it did. So I'm pretty pretty happy with it. And like yeah. it, it's so uh, it leveled a lot of things that came out and, you know, paid off a lot of things here and there and it did it was a little I don't want to say it was rushed, like I think a couple of bits could have been done in the last one. I think structurally there are a couple of bits that I would have yeah. liked to be different mm. when uh there's a there's the the one McAvoy scene, I'll sort of say.
1: Yeah.
0: Um is sort of a prime example of that, about where that could have been more effectively from a narrative perspective. Other where where would you
1: have put that then? Would you put that? Last episode? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, because I don't know,
0: because it's... it's there's it's a point where a... Ruta Ascardi says that she's going to go and talk to Azriel and she's going to bring him back. Yeah. And then she doesn't, but she, she comes back. And it's like they have that chat off screen. And I get that it didn't work because of COVID. Yeah. But like, I, 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 they could have... I can
1: almost 100% guarantee that was a, something that they were planning on shooting in that episode. Oh, yeah. That they had with Mac For and Boy.
0: Sure. Um, but, um, yeah, it's one of those things where I like, if they'd have put it in the last episode, I think it would have been a little more effective.
1: Yeah. But like, yeah, like this, but it's but they're been,
0: like tiny like, structural issues, you know.
1: I guess it's sort of like bringing out your big guns for the finale and getting a bit of McAvoy back, isn't it, I guess?
0: Yeah, Um, but, like, yeah, and it's using it like, oh, we don't want to use him in, yeah, I don't know, but it would have, like, subverting the expectations, I think, would have been a little bit more bold, or I would have liked to have Um, seen them be a little bit more bold with it, because...
1: People don't like it when you subvert expectations, Tom.
0: We've learnt this. No, but fuck them. If it makes something work better... (laughs) You know. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that's what they could have done. But outside of that, like I'm pretty okay with it. You know. Yeah. I think it was a good episode. It's paid off a lot, it set us up for where we should go next. There was an astonishing time jump at one point. Uh, but yeah, it was Was it? I really, really like yeah. We'll have to talk about it in like a spoilery bit. Time jump, I'm trying to think. Um, um. yeah. But it just to say it involves Lyra and Coulter and a box.
1: Oh, that all right, yeah. <laughs> well, that yeah, that's like going because that's another thing to say is that they've they've kind of brought us, they've done what we were kind of expecting them to do, which is to tell the story of the book, the second book, the Suffering Knife, mm-hmm. in this second series, and they've more or less done that. Like the way the this ends, is. and this is something. Yeah, I went back to the book today to sort of see how it all played out. Mm it's almost dead on like this is exactly how that second book ends with a couple of exceptions one of them being that lyra scene that we get um which is like takes her story a little bit further on and same with mary malone her story gets progressed further um because i think the way that mary's left off at the end of the book is that she just walks through the the um, passageway into chisikazi yeah she does the whole you must be the snake you must deceive the guardian thing when we saw yeah. her do that, that was like two episodes ago. So we've seen a bit more, you know, she's progressed a little bit further along, but again, that's just sort of, you can, I've got faith in the showrunners. and like, they've done that for a reason so that she can move on in a similar way that like Will was already being set up in season one. Yeah. Before we, Lyra even met him. So it's like, they've, they've got that, they know what they're doing. They've got an idea of where all this is going and why things need to happen when they happen. Um, yeah. I did feel like it, it felt a little bit anticlimactic this episode. Um, but I feel like that's just part of like, it's because that's the way the book is and it's the, it is the middle book of a trilogy. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do about it. It's just that Mm -hmm. is just the way it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. And, and one of the things that I found with, with the book, I, I found that with this episode, I didn't find it with the book simply because the, uh, I did it on Audible.
1: Yeah. So it went straight into the next one.
0: And then I just, I just had both. I owned both of them, so yeah. I just put the next one straight on, yeah. and they sort of went back into one another. So I didn't feel that with the episode, but I did. Uh, well, I felt that with the episode, but not with the book. Which yeah. is, yeah,
1: yeah. But it's it's a classic. Well, no, I mean, it's yeah. You know, it's the Empire Strikes Back. It ends, and you go, wait, that can't be it. Now what? Do you know what I mean? It's that, that's exactly what the middle part of a trilogy almost should do. Um, yeah, but it does mean that, yeah, when you're making it for a television show, it can feel a little, um, yeah, a little anti I think basically what I'm what we're skirting around is it's the culmination of the um crewman and uh Scoresby plot. Um, oh man, so these, these guys have been getting there and trying to get to Lyra for the better part of what well, this entire season has been that's been their journey, and when they do get there, we yeah, I'm not going to spoil, we'll spoil this episode.
0: We'll yeah. spoil this episode, yeah. We'll spoil I think this episode. So. Because,
1: well, yeah, assuming that you I don't think we're going to
0: spoil beyond No, we won't
1: spoil beyond this episode, but we've got to spoil what happens in this episode. Um, so, yeah, we lose both those characters in this episode. Um, and again, yeah. that is following the plot of the book. That is what happens. Lee helps him get to a certain point. He makes a last stand so that Grumman can go on. Get shot. He get And he gets shot. Yeah, even to the point where oh yeah now you get shot and it just grazes your scalp like that like that happens, yeah. and, and Hester says no, it's all right it just grazed your scalp it's fine um, yeah even to the point where like yeah she he calls for Serafina to come and help him and she and he goes oh, maybe you we should have done that said, maybe we should have done that earlier like yeah probably should have done
0: and it's <laughs> like
1: yeah and it's like it's like oh you could point to that to say it's a plot hole but then you go well your problems with Philip Pullman then it's not with the showrunners no. Because that's
0: exactly so, as it is yeah it's, it works and but that's the thing it, it sort of goes to show i think a lot of the decisions that you see in the books because they are widely sort of seen as children's books and they're not really you
1: know because
0: of you know they're you know they're basically a weird sort of retelling of paradise lost yeah, and like there's all this, like yeah, there's there's a line when he says about um, Christianity being the the greatest mistake in of all history, and um, yeah, and it's like uh, or like a very powerful and entrancing mistake or something like that. But it's it it does a lot to sort of allow you to understand things in different ways. So like having Lee die at this point, you know, it doesn't serve anything really to the plot narratively like some things would but it goes to show you that like people die do die like in these things this is this is war yeah. you know they're not like this some these aren't, people aren't gonna die happily ever after and you know things do happen unexpectedly and yeah. not for any particular reason or rhyme because it fits the storyline but because that's what's likely to happen in a war there are victims there are people that get that do deserve to live and you know the good guys do go
1: yeah and in that way it does feel like it it reminded me a little bit of like game of thrones um yeah so i'm saying that in hindsight now obviously but you think about it, it's it's the same sort of well you know the the story would um every story that i've ever seen would say that rob stark would continue to live and go on and save the world and it's like well no logically he's pissed someone off they're gonna kill him yeah like and it's like yeah he's got and like like and it's exactly that same thing where you know in that episode, we were talking about the um, the Red Wedding spoilers for something that happened 10 years ago. Um, yeah. So 10 but, years ago. No, wait, it's not. This like, what, five, six, something like that? Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Arya is literally right outside and about to be reunited with her family. And it's a similar thing with this. Like, everything was – we were just there. We were just yeah. – we were so close. And then it got snatched away from you at the last minute. And this is, like, an equivalent of that in, like, a kid's book form almost. Um, yeah, is that yeah? Like, Lee's been searching for Lyra to give her this protection. He called, you know, she's like a daughter to me. All this stuff there, and he never even got to see her again, um, and just died on the hillside or on his own. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's tragedy, isn't it? It's the tragedy of Lee Scoresby.
0: Yeah, and then you know Pullman did go Has on he... to publish. So he's gone on to publish a little bit more. Mm. So one of the things that isn't that well fleshed out in the books is the relationship between Lee and Yorick yeah it's established that they're firm friends That's but it. then it's stuff like yeah like um yeah they don't ever really get into like how they met or why they're such good friends or why they hold so much like respect for one another and stuff like that but then there's another book that does do that
1: yeah it's a long time in the north isn't it
0: yeah um and it's, it's really good. And then there's uh, Serpentine as well, which I think is another one mm. that I have, I think, or Lyra's Oxford as well. And then there's the other two, the sequels. But especially with somebody like Lee, and then it's things that happen from here that go to show, like almost more of like a character study in a way, that like things happen after this. Yeah because of the way that different people react to things that happen and like the fact that he's gone and people like, Oh, Lee's kind of like the first like non story, uh, like narrative character to pass on. So like we're saying about, um, what's his name? Oh, the kid, I've forgotten his name now. Roger. Roger yeah so we're saying about like like Roger's death was like the impetus for Lyra's story so there's a there's a structural reason for that like Lee just sort of not he hadn't served his purpose because there was so much more that he could have done
1: yeah exactly But yeah yeah.
0: it's like this really sort of shocking event and then something and then I'm kind of talking around it a bit now but do we want to talk about the next thing that happens?
1: Yeah, we've got to talk about that. Because well, that is the biggest divergence from the book. And I think it'll be interesting to talk about how we feel about that. Um, and that is the big... Again, we've been building out, building up, building, up, building up with this whole Andrew Scott's character um, mm-hmm. all the way through and to finally have him and Will come face to face. And we see that. That happens in this. And that is, is drastically different from how it plays out in the book on a number of levels. Um, I think first of all, like will you know the whole idea in the way it does it, they do it in the book is they don 't know um who each other are. They have the whole conversation about the knife and what will's task has to be that all goes down almost you know the same, but during the whole thing, they have no idea that that's his father, this is his son, yeah, they come to that realization they have a moment of realization and then um and and then um John is shot and dies almost instantly. Yeah. Um and again the person who shoots him is one of is one of the um witches who he'd scorned like a scorn lover type thing, which has, is a whole subplot which they completely cut out of the series, which is yeah. fine, really he doesn't really it is it's kind of inconsequential. Um I mean it's the thing is her, it, obviously
0: No. Well I was <laughs> gonna say like it's it's you know the consequence is him dying. Yeah, but, um, they, they, but they got there without
1: having to give, give us all the, the whole backstory of this witch.
0: Um, yeah which i thought they were kind of gonna do because there was like that third witch that was like plodding around
1: yeah i feel like if they'd set it up earlier then maybe but i feel like to just random that they would have had to have laid the groundwork for it um previously at least in this in this season yeah um because i know there's in the story between um and his route scars isn't it they were like they were a thing um, yeah. and she feels like they're scorned up. So that's it's almost like a replication of that. So that might have been part of the reason why they didn't want to do it. They were like, was well, too similar to this other story we're trying to tell, and people might get confused and or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the, the one that's important is the one that's going to continue on past this series, i.e., the one to do with Ruth Skarsgård and um and Azrael, as opposed to uh Grumman and I can't remember the name of the other witch now. No, uh, because both of those characters, she, she also and then, killed-
0: then she she kills herself
1: she like she kills herself almost immediately after she's killed in so both those storylines just come to an abrupt halt at that point it's like i can see why they wouldn't want to bother starting out in the first place
0: yeah um
1: but but yeah that whole scene plays out completely differently because they they see each other they realize who each other are straight away and it changes the whole narrative the whole way it plays out
0: um yeah feels a lot warmer it feels yeah. a lot more deserved a lot more earned. it feels a lot less cold
1: it's like redemptive in a way for john and he and like and but it's great performances from the pair of them yeah um army is brilliant and he, he gets this whole you know john's asking all these questions about well how did you get here how did you matter and he's like no, no no you're the one who owes me answers yeah i was like that's cool yeah i like that that's like um but again, I feel that that's it's a strong piece of the adaptation. I think where they've chosen to do to make that drastic departure, um, yeah. it strengthens it. It strengthens the the sort of the link between Lyra and Will and their two fathers. Um, they're both these sort of you know they just keep talking every time they get together with their kids. They just talk about these lofty ideas about we must take down the tyranny and the people who are made to suffer for years across the universe it's like will you shut up i don't know what you're talking about talk to me like like
0: what like i'm
1: a child yeah <laughs> do, what tyranny what you what, what what are you on about like <laughs> who's the tyrant who I, what, fuck you like he, he tells will that you, know, you must you know take them down and use the knife and all the rest of it but he doesn't really tell him why he just makes it it's all in abstract terms isn't it it's all that these abstract concepts about being people being kept down and and give me a practical example of the kind of shit you're talking about
0: well that's that's one of the things because it's also like so allegorical isn't it like there's so much of it going on and they're like that you realize in the i don't know so there's so there's a section in the third book where something takes a very sudden turn and you're like, oh, Jesus, like, fuck, this has happened very quickly. And it's like, and of course it hasn't, because it's been building in the background throughout all three books. Yeah. But the way that it appears to happen so suddenly to Lyra and Will. And then, but yeah, and it's like, it's at that moment when it stops, because it's like this drastic realism all of a sudden that these children have suddenly thrust into it, like, face first. Yeah. There's no getting away from it now. Yeah and all these things that happen and we're building to that yeah and i and i want to see it coming but there is yeah there's a lot to unpick and there's a lot to pull apart but again there's so much of it is like that's because the books aren't perfect you know they are fucking complicated and you you know it took my second reading to be like hang you know, on, what are they doing like i got the story like i got the fact i got lyra's story but what's everything they have going on in their background yeah you know, I've got right well this means this and this means this and now we've got this, which means okay, and then everything yeah, and like and that. But then you go through and you're like
1: complicated in the third one, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think that's one of the things where the the second series has benefited from over the first. Yeah. The first sort of establishes a lot of these like lofty ideas and and then the second one's like you can travel to different dimensions.
1: Yeah. But now it's like that's the, that was the big conceit of this one, and then by the end of this um, season, is everything being set up for the war? Like this—that's yeah. the thing they really introduced pretty much in this episode, almost entirely. It's is this whole idea of there are you know the, there is a war coming, and between you know the the side of the literally the side of the angels, yeah, um, and. The authority they keep calling it the authority, and they never quite they never say it in the series, but they make it very explicit in the book that the authority equals God
0: no huh no
1: what,
0: sorry, sorry to cut you off there, that's not who the authority is
1: it said that's literally what um John says to will,
0: yeah, but yeah,
1: that's well okay, as far as the characters are concerned, that's who he is, yeah, at this point,
0: yeah. Okay. Because there's something that happens in the third book that I'm like, I don't want you to think that. I want you to get to that point and be like, "Fuck." Yeah. But if because if they do it as yeah, and again, like you you've done it, so we can talk about it off air. But there is a point for the readers. There is a point that happens in season three when you you, you are so convinced and you're like, "Oh well, it's God," and then something else happens and you go. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And you realise that the situation is far more different and exciting. And that's not me saying, you know, like, because well, like when people say there's a twist, there's a spoiler. This isn't a spoiler. This is just something that you should be aware that is coming up, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's quite subtly done. In in It's like a line and you go,
1: oh, fuck yeah see that's the kind of thing where i was like well, as, a, as a kid i read it and i probably didn't get it um yeah. so i do need to go back and read it i know
0: and yeah, I, we'll I talk am, about it after the recording because yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite part of the one of my favorite parts of the book
1: yeah um and yeah i am going to endeavor to try and read i may not be able to do the whole um trilogy but i'll go back and read um amber spyglass before the new one comes out again the problem that we've got now is that we don't know when and if there's, there will be a third series, there's got to be. But the problem is, unlike, so when they when they first started making it, when they were making the series one, they went, they had it planned out that they were going to just steamroll straight into the production on series two, because the whole idea yeah. is that they don't want the kids to grow up too quickly. Yeah. So that particularly with, you know, Daphne Keane and and then now with Will, they want them to be seen the right age. So we've got to try and make this year in, year out, very quickly over the space of three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now COVID, so they shut down. Not only did they shut down production on series two, before they had even finished. I get the feeling that they would be well into production on series three, were it not for the pandemic. Yeah. So now everything's shut down. Um, it's going to take a while to get it all back up and running again. Once things get going, the kids are aging. Are they going to see it through? Are they going? Because I feel like yeah, Amber Sparkles can't be done in one series. It needs to be at least two to do it right. They could try yeah. and cram it into one. But I'd rather they didn't. I think you really realistically need it to be two series or seasons, um, and then we end up with a with a four series complete story.
0: Uh yeah, I think I would A prefer it that way because um it needs that much scope. Very dense. Yeah. But um I don't know how they would structure it
1: no there's not necessarily a clear obvious point but you know i'm they'll find something
0: yeah because it's not like with, with some of the structural changes like they did for will in season putting will in season 1 is very different to what they could do here because yeah there's this big middle bit of the book or and you go okay this is this is a big change from the sort of the status quo that we would usually expect Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with it. But yeah, you know, I'm absolutely right here for it. So
1: Oh yeah, I just I just hope that they can get yes. everything back up and running and, and sort it all out really. Um
0: because it's, Yeah. Um... It's worrying, isn't it? It's quite actually quite scary that Yeah, we're in a situation where we might not get it.
1: Yeah, I mean anything could happen. They you yeah, know, because because again, I don't think this is necessarily anything to do with the quality of the show or the or the viewership. I'm no, sure it goes no, up. No. It's always up like whenever I go to watch it on iPlayer, it's always like most popular. Number one is Dark Materials. Like people mm-hmm. are watching this and HBO is is putting it on in the States. So it's not that, it's just the practicalities of trying to do it at the moment. And like they probably would have had to just shut like say, they would have gone straight from series three production into series as from series two have like a two a month or so's break and then this summer they would have started filming series three and they haven't mm. because they can't so now what um i mean yeah things are starting to move again and you know there are tv shows being made in the uk right now the witcher series two for instance is is now back in production but that's been stopped start over and over again because of different covid things and like you know things like the batman's in production uh you know uh, Mission Possible 7 is in production and Tom Cruise has had a big rant about um, people breaking COVID rules which you may have heard yep. um, so it can be done um, but it's just a case of getting all that talent back in the room um, and I have no doubt as well that part of you know it, it works out for them story wise what's happened with some of their actors so that they can have more McAvoy in series in series 3 because you need more McAvoy um, you can't really avoid it any longer than they have no it did, it did and, uh, make me laugh when uh, Ruth Skies came back and was just parroting back. This is all the things that Asriel said. I'm like, fuck him. Yeah. I was like, they really can't, like, couldn't afford them, could they? But then they did manage to put it out of the bag right at the very end. And even then, you know, they started off as a voiceover. I'm like, they're literally just going to have McAvoy doing a voiceover, aren't they? Because they couldn't afford they just,
0: to get him on dialed him in.
1: He's literally just dialed, done it over Skype.
0: Um, He's got a Zoom call.
1: But literally, yeah. And then they do they manage to get him in. But what they've done, like, through, that's just the way the story's gone. But they now don't have to pay Lin Manuel anymore, and they don't have to pay Andrew Scott anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you think about it, they can just yeah, combine well the, combine those two salaries and give it to McAvoy.
0: Well, they they could afford McAvoy, couldn't they? That wasn't that now wasn't the good. thing. It's just that-
1: I, I think in series one, they they definitely couldn't afford him as much. Or or even with series two, because they were all the plan was always gonna be that he has one episode where we tell him everything. So it's like we can afford him for the inter, for the duration of an episode. Mm. We can't afford him to be a recurring character like you know, we couldn't have him like um Bruce Wilson be in every episode.
0: Yeah. Along with Which is a shame because Bruce Wilson is actually better than McAvoy. Oh really? Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought th- that's part of my issue with with the McAvoy thing is that we just haven't seen enough of him. Like, he was in the first episode of the first series, and then he, like, disappeared for the whole first series, came back at the very end. Mm. Um, and then series two, he's been completely absent. He keep Again, they keep talking about him, constantly talking about him. And then finally, <laughs> he brings comes back at the end.
0: Um,
1: it's like, right, you can't, if the whole thing is this guy is raging war on the authority, that's the the whole big plot that all this has been building to, you can't do it anymore without having him be a main central character that we see almost every week. Um, You can't go
0: anywhere. I I don't remember seeing him that much in the second book. That's one thing I will say.
1: No, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. He's
0: not in it a lot because he is largely absent from, because it's not Asriel's story.
1: No, it's not. But I feel like now they've they've taken that to as, as logically far as they can. Yeah. Um, and just and from, like I say, from a purely practical point of view, they just freed up a couple of salaries <laughs> by, by yeah. killing a couple of quite big name actors off, um, so they can sort I that
0: out. Think that money might have to go on visual effects.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, that's a whole other issue because we <laughs> still never saw <laughs> any angels.
0: We're going to.
1: I just can't. I can't believe they got away with not still not showing us any angels.
0: Yeah, don't. Really, I'm still like.
1: You're not happy about that. Are
0: you? No yeah because i've been desperate to see what they're like like how are they going to do this like the whole season and you like see them constantly and they're like oh they statues and they're in the opening credits and they're this and they're this and they're this and they're this and, they're this. Yeah. and then this is it and then you never see them
1: you, but you sort of you almost get a glimpse don't you of something like you know revealing itself to Azriel in that final scene yeah um, but that's nothing and, really um, and that's
0: one thing that i will say is that's Kind of how they're described as like crystalline, but it's like they're not really there. They're like they're they're a glint in the corner of your eye. If yeah, and similarly to how um some of the witches have the ability to not be noticed.
1: Yeah,
0: like they um like they like can seem whatever, the, yeah. yeah, but they can like blend into any room if if you're not really paying attention and if you're there very careful, then you just won't notice them. Yeah and uh yeah and i was a bit i wanted to see the angels because there's there are angel mild spoilers for book three and season three um there are angel characters you know
1: yeah and yeah, fairly
0: surely we're gonna we're gonna meet them because they have they get quite involved
1: well, yeah, I was, the expectation for me, I was expecting Will to come across them. And and because that's, kind of, again, how it kind of plays out. And it's a cliffhanger you're left on at the end of the book. Yeah. Um, Will just turns up and, oh, there's, Lyra's gone. He doesn't know whether the hell she's gone. She's just disappeared. We, and we don't either as the book reader. We don't know what happened mm. to Lyra until book three. Um, but in her place, there's some, the, the witches who were looking after her are dead. And there's two angels stood there. Yeah. Saying right, come with us. You need to come (laughs) to Lord Azrael with the knife. Yeah. And that's how the book ends. And it's like, and but they just they chose not to do that. I was like, I was expecting it as it was all building up. You saw Will taking, you know, doing the whole taking up his father's mantle thing, putting his cloak on.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, I remember this bit. I remember what was about to happen here. And then he just, it didn't. They didn't do it. I was like, okay, interesting. (laughs) Mm. Um. So yeah, obviously, like maybe that's that's a season three opening. You know.
0: I think it will be. I think it will be the big opener yeah, is it's got to be introducing it? it's
1: got to be. them. Um, but again, as, similarly it's similar to now
0: the... in this season, like the big opener was um, the meet-cute.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was those two meetings, but then like, you think about the way season from a visual standpoint, the way season one ended with Lyra going through the... Um, the portal or whatever you want to call it um that was like it introduced a whole new like visual language to the show and made everything look different and it's like right well yeah. we'll like they hinted at it a little bit in that scene with macaboy you saw a little bit of an angel but they didn't go the full hog yet because we're saving something that's a tease for season three rather than just show you everything straight away um it was like okay cool um i just yeah i just hope to god that everything works out and they're able to get it back on back up and running um yeah i do hope so um, obviously there are much more important things in the world right now. I do understand that. It's just a TV show, but come on.
0: Well, but look, <laughs> the escapism that we need at the moment from yeah. being, you know, the, one of the things that I would say about entertainment right now is it's so much more important now than it's ever been. Like yeah. So many people are trapped in their homes and locked away that having this form of escapism, especially on a grand scale, yeah, you know, it is quite disappointing that stuff like, um you know game of thrones isn't on now but you know we are getting mando and we are getting dark materials and you know but at the same time it's yeah it's necessary like we i think we should be justifiably being able to talk about this sort of stuff and say yeah this was a bit disappointing and like getting the analysis done because we're actually communicating about the one thing that we can do freely
1: yeah yeah, because we're under such subjugation by the you know by the authorities. Um, exactly. And we if we go into really...
0: tier six, you'll get shot for watching the Santa Claus.
1: But yeah, we don't yeah. yeah I think the new rule is that you can get pulled over for singing too loudly in your car or something.
0: Yeah. You're not no one's allowed to play Chris Rea. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's nothing to do with COVID. We're just fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well you're not. Yeah, listen, it's 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 uh it's a thought crime now. It's heretic. It's it's heretical to sing driving home for Christmas because you're not allowed to. Okay?
1: Yeah, okay. All right. Speaking of heresy, um, the other thing we finally do get revealed in this, in another great um Ruth Wilson scene, is the name, Lyra's other name. Yeah. Which I accidentally may have spoiled last week in my yes in my musings, and I do apologize. But like that's it's good that I came to that conclusion sort of naturally. Um it sort of shows that I have been paying attention. <laughs> but then it no, also it's good. Um, but it's also like I've, that must have been a bit of knowledge from when I read the books rattling around in my, in my head. Um, I was like, "Original sin, the Eve, <laughs> like yeah, like yeah." It's not that it's not that big a leap, um, but now they've made it. It opens up a lot of other interesting um, points. So it's now you know, culture is talking about uh, Eve before the fall, and I must stop the fall from ever happening. So obviously, the fall being. creation of sin or you know eve being tempted by the snake and and partaking of the apple yeah um and now it's like some sort of allegorical like it's really now interesting because we don't quite know but what the magisterium's interpretation of that or what their scripture says if you like we know Mm -hmm. what ours does we know ours our story of adam even how it works in in the you know theology of our world but how how it's interpreted by them um and how there can be another one and this whole idea of it being like a history of repeating itself thing. We're not quite sure. It just opens up more questions, um, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, it's similar to like when the, you know, when you got that reveal at the, in the Mary Malone episode where there was the angels, like, did you interfere with human evolution? They were like, yeah, why? Revenge? What? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm sorry. What? Hmm? Yeah. Like that again, that's other, those are other sort of, dangling threads that I need to get into in the next season and they will um, because there's a hell of a lot of stuff to cover but that's kind of the reason why it needs to be like two seasons really to get it all through. because otherwise things like that will get sort of swept by the wayside as they're more focused on the plot
0: yeah Um, and it is pretty it's fucking like annoying again it's one of those things it's like annoyingly complex in the book and they're like there's so much of it that's like allegorical but you go, right, okay, that is that. And then they go, and they're really subtle about it in some stages. And they're like, well, you know, and if, if uh, Dust is original sin, then Lyra and Will, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. okay. But at the same time, you're like, actually, fuck it. Like, and some people need that stuff explaining. Some people don't. Some people do. Um, and and that yeah. is a kid's book. Well, yeah, I mean, it, but you know, I mean, it is and it isn't. Like, it's. I'd say the first one is like a kid's book, but then when you're talking about like the structure of sin, and that's just ludicrously complicated for oh, yeah,
1: yeah. That's why I've always said like it's like it was the the thinking man's Harry Potter or something. Sort of yeah, it, it was. But the idea, like, it was targeted at that same sort of demographic, I guess. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that those two sort of. The different taps they take um
0: yeah
1: but there's no doubt that it, uh, his dark materials deals with much more lofty ideas um but he yeah. does it in a way that's is it still like an exciting adventure story sort of thing
0: um yeah
1: yeah and, and they've they continue to nail this adaptation um it's like again going back and having a look sort of i just had a look through the book today going did all that happen and it's like jesus they they are so spot on um they are really faithful to this
0: season like the tail end of this season in particular yeah like taking out uh john parry's relationship with the witch yeah and then replacing that for some sort of uh christian nazi sort of thing or catholic nazi um is more effective because you're like this is you know they are being hunted by the author uh, by um oh, fuck, well then the magisterium, mm. but they're um so yeah, likely there are going to be victims by the magisterium and so yeah it, it I think yeah, it works better. The one yeah. thing that I was saying about the time jump, though, yes, yeah, is the one minute Lyra's asleep and is awoken by Coulter the next minute she's gone, she's in a trunk. On a boat, yeah. And Will comes jarring. back, and he's like, Ugh.
1: "Yeah, it is jarring." But again, it's it's not that far away from the you know.
0: That feels like that that they'd filmed that for season three, but put it in season two because they were like, "I think we need to." Because we're not doing the angels.
1: Of, yeah, I think maybe it's just they need to come some sort of thread to let people know that Lyra's at least still alive. Because yeah, but you know, like I said, it's that shocking ending that we had in the book, which was that Will doesn't know where where she is, and neither do we. No one has any idea yeah. what happened. And mm. It was like, given the fact that they're not even they can't even do two or three yet, they probably went. We should probably give them something, like yeah. because that's too much of a cliffhanger. That's too cruel to sort of snatch that away from them right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I get that. And like I say, much as they've followed it really almost religiously, and there are there are certain parts like Lee's whole final stand, as we talked about, is yeah word for word, and it's exactly where it should be. Um. But then they the John Parry difference um is done really well. Um, and done and brilliantly done I think um, like it's again there's there's something to be said for is it more impactful in the book that they just find out who each other are and then it's snatched away from them um, it's more shocking but is it as fulfilling as a character moment probably not so again I think that's probably a good choice they've made um, yeah and changing the adaptation um, and it's not and it doesn't make a massive impact to the story because John Parry still dies at that point. That is, that's his part of the story over. Um, It just means that there's a more cathartic, you know, moment for Will as a character, Um, which is good. It just
0: is good TV, isn't it? It is, yeah. And it's it's, it's, it's great performance out of
1: both of them. Yeah, Andrew Scott is like it would have
0: felt unnecessarily dark.
1: Yeah, just to have him just snatched away as they just realise who he is. Like, yeah, you go, Dad. (laughs) oh <laughs> like, yeah it would have been. yeah it would have been it would have felt yeah
0: um, and it would have been it would it would have i think it would have cheapened the point of will have never been able to have that sort of closure conversation or or a conversation with his dad properly mm. because he wouldn't have been able to say no, no no like you say you he wouldn't have had that sort of confrontational point where he's like no you you answer to me like
1: yeah and they gave that to Will in this—that was just a, bit of a moment they never got to give him yeah. in the book, which is great. Um, so I feel they—they're revising history just enough to sort of, you know, improve things where they can um, without, you know, sullying the book and changing it to something it's not. Um, but yeah, that's brilliant. I can't wait. I'm—I'm I'm yeah. hoping that we will find out sooner rather than later that they've got a plan um, to get get back going into season uh, season three. Um, and what the sort of future looks like hopefully they can confirm that yes we do it we're going to do two more seasons might be too much to hope for but we'll see well
0: yeah i mean of all the people it's bbc and hbo isn't it so
1: yeah hbo at the moment like they have neither got of which anything... shorter money no and like hbo haven't got anything similar to this at the moment like everything they've got you know they haven't got a you know, mass appeal um they haven't got like game of thrones or anything like that they wanted this to be kind of their new game of thrones it probably is never going to get that it's never going to be that um but it's like well this is already going let's you know don't not invest in it and the thing with um hbo as well as a production house is that they've always been like they care more about the the prestige and the plaudits than they do about the money aspect of things yeah. So if it continues to be like well reviewed and well liked and receive awards for um visual effects and stuff, which I'm sure it will because it looks great, um, then there's no reason why they wouldn't want to continue to make it and see the story through to its con- conclusion. Um yeah. it just might mean that we are likely when we do get into season three, we're gonna notice that both Lyra and Will seem to have grown up a lot. <laughs> They're gonna have a bit of a, a brand start growth spurt, I think, potentially <laughs> we might have on our hands um but that's just to yeah. be something we just roll with um and accept it for what it is it's a real world thing that impacted this story that we're watching
0: yeah it's it's i don't know it's it's one of the things where you're like you know if this is the worst sort of thing that's going to come out of this show then i'm absolutely okay with it yeah. you know if they if they're a bit older than i expected but also they could they could explain that way in the story they can be yeah, like they can write away they were them, away right? for months you know yeah. they've been apart for months whilst
1: or you know this they, has happened and they're, they're traveling through different worlds they can just you know say you know time moves differently in this world or Yeah. or the time that all the time that you spend in the chisticarti world is the equivalent of like 2 years in in your world or something like that they could quite easily mm. write their way around that um, yeah. so there's no reason why they can't um do it it's just a shame that obviously because a lot of the point of the of the books and the story is that whole adolescent becoming a you know becoming a um adult and we even get you know conversations to that effect in this episode like lyra's talking to pan saying i think i'm changing pan so i don't yeah. want things to change it's like, is like it will part of that change because maybe um yeah. little little conversations like that so they're already starting to hint at that um, and it will be a lot less effective if the kids are older. Um, you know, if we're, if we're talking Daphne and in and Amir Wilson are like 16, 17, it's not quite as effective as where they're at now. Do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. But there's nothing you can do about it. It is what it is.
0: No, yeah. And that's the thing. Like The only thing that you could really do is recast, and nobody wants that. No, absolutely not. Don't you dare. So.
1: Or, or no, the worst thing they could do is digitally de them, like they did with those kids in um, It, Chapter 2. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, that was the stuff of nightmares.
0: That was weird.
1: Because, yeah, they went back to film stuff for It Chapter 2 with the kids who they had in Chapter 1, but they'd obviously aged out of it, and then they tried to, like, de-age them back a couple of years on a child. And it was like the kid from Stranger Things or whatever, wasn't it? And they just, like, de-aged him. It looks so... Oh,
0: yeah, like Finn Wolfhard as Richie, despite the fact that he's almost a foot taller, and the kid that plays Eddie Tozier... Yeah, it's like so much taller as well. But then the thing that they did with their voices was really creepy.
1: Yeah, they'd like put their voices up an octave, and then like like just out that Yeah, and just made them look younger in the face, and just yeah, it was odd. It was very odd and weird, and I didn't like it. So please, for fuck's sake, do not do that with the guys <laughs> from His Dark Materials. That would be horrible. Um, yeah, and as uh, a rule, I'm just saying I'm going to throw this out there now um, because something very similar happened on the other show that we're covering. Um, if you have an option to get an actor in and film the actor and have everything else around him be fake or um, get a fake person in and have everything else around them be real and then fake the actor's face,
0: do the first one.
1: <laughs> film, a, film a real person.
0: That feels extraordinarily specific, Dom.
1: It is pretty specific, isn't it? But I do feel like there's there are, there are some parallels to be drawn. Um, <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a big um, reveal of a person's face in the final episode of a season that we're watching, and one of them works and one of them doesn't because one of them is real and one of them is digital. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it another time.
0: There'll be other days. Like clearly,
1: James McAvoy was just stood on a green screen, the green screen stage. There was nothing else around him that was real.
0: No, he was but in there. Um... It
1: works because you're filming James McAvoy. Yeah, you see the difference, like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, <laughs> ran
0: over. I don't feel that this rant is yet over.
1: No, it's not over. It's over for now. <laughs> Run on hold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there anything else we want to say about his dark materials before we we'll wrap it up?
0: Mm, I don't know man it's just it's been a great season like overall I think you know we're talking about the finale so I think overall the season's been really great it's got us from one end to the other Um, I think it was a little bit ploddy in getting there
1: yeah at certain points um, yeah but I feel like there was always something in every episode there was always like there was a hook to keep coming back um, which is what all good TV shows do Um, I think the only one that was suffered, like you said from the plotting point of view was that last this second to last episode mm-hmm. um where it was just like well you're just setting up for the finale um but apart from that there was always something big and and interesting happening to talk about in every episode yeah um yeah and it's been great um the i think the the strongest part of this show has always been the cast um yeah and that has continued to be proven in this season we've got obviously we've got a hell of a lot more with um amir wilson um and him and Daphne are brilliant together and we've seen a lot of that um we got more Coulter we got Mary Malone's been great That's yeah Addition to the cast and her whole story's been brilliant and they managed, they managed to keep that going throughout the series as well and have keep coming back to her what's going on with her because mm-hmm. she's going to be vitally important in in, in the future well, she's um,
0: just been told that she needs to be the serpent so
1: yeah well, no, she needs to be serpent just to get through the. Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was great. Lynn Manuel did well, did great. Um, that yeah, I mean, how did you? Yeah, that final scene was he, he, you know, yeah. he nailed it. Fair play. Uh, much yeah. as I, we've talked about my feelings about his casting before. About I feel he's a little bit miscast, but it's still a great performance. Um, so you can't really deny that.
0: Um, no yeah it's I just I think it's great and it was it was like so well sold at the end as well like the final moments between Lee and Hester yeah and it's that line from the book when he's like don't you dare go first
1: don't you go before I do yeah and that, yeah and it's straight from the book like you say mm.
0: um, but it was sold so well like even the, the performance of a fucking CGI hair yeah
1: well, that's what I mean like with,
0: breaks your heart and seeing her sort of limp over to him like she was on the wrong side and then Again, it's this one of the things about I love about this world is like the, the demonstration of like the internal conflict that these characters have. Is that they're both questioning whether they did the right thing, but and they're both assuring one another. Whereas that would have been like an internal monologue for anyone else, like in any other story. But because their soul is separate from their body,
1: yeah. Oh, speaking of, we haven't even talked about Mrs. Coulter and the monkey.
0: Oh yeah, because
1: shit, she gets like they get real shitty with. Like they've always had a really, it's an antagonistic relationship they have with one another, which is really interesting because, it like I yeah. say, it's you're, you're having a battle with your own soul on a date on a you know minute by minute basis almost. Shit. Um and yeah, literally, she gets physical with him at the one point because if you're not with me, then you're against me, and it, it stops and doesn't want to go. It doesn't want to continue.
0: Going Same sex, where she's going. I think. I thought you was well, he. I think that's one of the. Um unique things about colter's okay demon is well the the main one is that uh it doesn't speak yeah uh the second is it doesn't have a name yeah uh it's it was given a name in the golden compass mm. but not in the mm. um not in his dark materials not in either the book or the tv show which is really cool. But it's, um, yeah, again, it's one of those things. Yeah. Do you want to sort of say about that?
1: What she kicks the monkey. I don't want to tell you. Yeah. She kicks the monkey, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: yeah, it's just like, um, she tells it to stop whimpering. She's got this whole thing. Like even in the, yeah. And again, they've set this up. This has been a thing going on throughout the whole series. And, you know, the whole, you know, the idea that she's able to just leave the monkey behind when she goes um, to visit Mary Malone. Um, and Boreal's was like, "How are you doing that? How are you being so far away from your demon?" And again, that was mm-hmm. in season one. Like she would send the, the monkey would go out and be like spying on Lyra while she was staying with Lyra, goes, how can you can't be that far away from your demons? Like
0: no one can. Because
1: there's someone deeply, deeply wrong with Mrs. Coulter, and it's like she has some sort of lack of a soul, or like you know I mean, she has some real dark shit going on inside her. Um, and it also has now translated to this whole relationship she has with the specters. Um, which isn't a million miles away from what it is in the book, to be fair. Um, no. Looking at, yeah, going back and looking at it, I, she was like, yeah, she can control them. And like that And that conversation she has with uh, Boreal right at the very end before she kills him, he's like, how are you able to do that? Um, and yeah, it's a similar thing. She can, see, I can just sort of turn off that part of myself that makes me human and direct them towards people that they want to kill. Um, or you know, people that are more human than I am. So they know that they can, they're better off listening to me than killing me or whatever it's like yeah you're you're a fucking psychopath
0: (laughs) she's a fucking monster
1: yeah she's a monster yeah um but yeah brilliantly well played um and i'm looking forward to seeing more of her
0: yeah i can't wait for the further so i'm i'm curious to i'm really curious as to where they're going with this i don't want to be like the oh i'm being all fucking coquettish about it Like, I know something you don't know, but what i would really excited to see where this goes on from here, because what they're doing is different from the book. Yeah. You know, they are explaining a lot of stuff about Coulter and her demon that we didn't get in the book. No. You know, she is nasty to her demon, but not in the sort of the same extent and the way that she treats the demon and the the fact that she can be distant from that, that's not in the book either.
1: No. And it's like, yeah, I think...
0: And that's that's addressing things that happen further on in the series of the book. Hmm. Not just like shortly, but like much further, almost much, much further on, sort of thing.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like I say, there are certain, there are episodes where they were able to focus on that by having it, because it's a long form, you know, this is an adaptation done on TV rather than in film. You can spend the time to do that, you know, you get like, so it was not, it was, two episodes ago, sorry, episode five, was the one where it was her meeting uh, Mary and all that all that stuff. And it yeah. really was, that was her episode. Like the, the kids were sort of fumbling around trying to figure out how to cut into Boreal's house. And that was pretty much all they were doing for the whole episode. But she got loads to do and got to have that sort of discussion with Boreal about everything she could have been when you know if she's been born in this world and all the rest of it. And that, that is like, again, none of that we got in the book. Um, no. and it's able yeah it's just it's just another sort of showcase of this is what we're able to do by adapting it in the way we're doing it and having the actors that we've got um and yes yeah, brilliant
0: yeah i'm i'm loving it and i cannot wait for the next season to come around like it's
1: yeah i mean we'll have to wait and see see what happens um so i hopefully... don't doubt
0: that they're gonna do it to be honest yeah. I I yeah. genuinely have no doubts that they're gonna do this. Um
1: it's just a when though, isn't it? It's not so, it's not so much about it, it's
0: about when.
1: We might not be looking at it until you know late twenty twenty two, maybe. Mm. We might we maybe pick it up again. Um
0: well that's the thing, like look at the gap of again talking about uh, another show. Um the the distances that are between that now. And you're like, yeah. Well, it's already a year off yeah and then it's but then it's like a month behind Mm. where it would have been before yeah and even then they're sort of like miracle miracle machine that they've got where they're like well we can do this and we've got this little mini stage that means that we don't have to worry too much about this
1: yeah most most of our cast members are already wearing masks anyway
0: exactly you know can we get Pedro today? No. Oh, uh, get the stunt guy.
1: Get the stunt guy. It's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, um, we will talk about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, like, it, it, like I say, I have no doubt it will come back, but it may be a couple of years now before we're able to talk about his dark materials,
0: which is um, really sad.
1: It is sad, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, as long as everyone's safe and you know things get done properly, um, I'm willing to to wait. Um, so yeah. we'll have to just wait and see. And I mean I wa-
0: was, how far behind was I? What do you mean? From season one?
1: Oh, you didn't even watch it?
0: No, I didn't watch you, it until You
1: watched it during the first lockdown.
0: This yeah, yeah. But yeah, in lockdown it,
1: so one. I watched it week on week um last year as it was happening. Um yeah, and then you just caught up, you binge watched it, didn't you? Um pretty much. Well oh, we yeah. did
0: like two episodes uh a week. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: but I think yeah, it really. But there's no way of knowing where we'll be when that third series comes around. But hopefully, what we'll be able to do is do an episode. Maybe we'll do one for the whole of season three, uh, rather than cover it week on week. If if we're in any sort of normal state where there are movies coming out every week and like yeah. normal life has resumed, or we might end up doing a full you know episode by episode breakdown or or something of that. We have no idea. Um, or we can
0: start talking about video games, because they're less pressured.
1: Do, do you want to tell that to the makers of Cyberpunk 2023?
0: 2077? Yeah. Oh, the, um, the six-month crunch. Just uh, by yeah. telling everyone they weren't going to crunch.
1: Well, just the the fact that they've been developing the game for 12 years and it's still not ready. Um, that's what mm. I like. And And hyping everyone up about it and releasing trailers and telling you how amazing it's going to be. And only for, well, just, for, for uh,
0: well, to be right, that's... Well, yeah. One thing I would say, it does work. It just works on next gen and PC.
1: Yeah, which next gen came out a month ago, and most people can't get old. of it. Yeah, yeah. So how does that work? How can something that something you've been developing for ten years only work on hardware that came out a month ago? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk. About, we're completely off topic now. <laughs> Thanks for listening um, to our coverage of his dark materials. We will hopefully come back, as I've said, um, depending on what happens. Uh, and continue covering this series because we do love it. Um, and let us know what you think about this. Are you watching it as a book reader? Or are you watching it as a non-book reader? Have you found it interesting? Have you found? Have you struggled through it, or have you been eagerly looking forward to every episode? Um, you can email us at theoncastpod at gmail dot com. You can get hold of us on Facebook at theoncast, uh, and on Instagram you can search theoncast. Um, yeah, anything like that, really.
0: Yeah, keep in touch. Like. Especially during this time, like we'd love to, you know, where there are like limited releases and stuff um, and less is coming out. We'd love to sort of chat to you about some of the more fringe things that are coming out.
1: Yeah, we can talk and more TV stuff. I mean, yeah, there's there's a wealth of TV out there that we, we could cover. And, and, you know, this is just one, in, you know, His Dark Material was just one example of the, the quality of TV that we're getting at the moment. And same with Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and there are things that I know that you and I have never even touched that we could get into. Um, so yeah, let us know if you think there's something else that out there you could recommend based on this.
0: Yeah, um, I know that one of our readers was recommending Raised by Wolves. Oh, really? Uh, it's potentially something that we could talk about. Maybe we could do uh, like less of a week by week or episode by episode, more of maybe a just well, know, do the block whole season.
1: Ex-
0: yeah, yeah. I've, I've
1: watched like the first three episodes of that.
0: Okay. Um
1: it's uh it's something. Okay. It's something. Um yeah, it's Ridley Scott. Um and he's yeah, he's got some ideas. Is that has that Ridley Scott? Right. And some stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, just, th- just th- oh, we're hearing
0: all about him, are we?
1: Well think about Prometheus and some of the stuff that he sort of was skirting around the edges of in that. Um Got yeah. And then apply that to a series that is completely a, its own IP and doesn't have to do any of the alien stuff. Okay. And yeah. that will give you some idea of what you're getting yourself in for with um Raised by Worlds. But I'll be interested to hear what you think about it, actually. Um, I know it's now available on Now TV in the UK, so you can actually legitimately get it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll be interested to see what you think. It looks amazing. That's the other thing I'll say about it is that it is ridiculously good looking as a TV show.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah. Anyway, um, maybe maybe that's one someone else we can talk about. Yeah. Until then, we've got another Mando to talk about. So we, do.
1: we have two. Well, we have two more Mandos. We got the yeah the, the final two episodes of Mando to talk about. Mando Um Yeah, and I'm I'm sure there's lots to be said for that, and that's going to be a long conversation. So we'll um, we'll record that um, and get that out to you before Christmas. Um, but yeah, that's his dark materials. As I said, all the stuff before, so I'm not going to say it all again. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.
0: See you next time. Boy. Boy. Have you seen um, Bungie making fun of um, the US Space Force?
1: Oh, yeah, because we're, they're guardians now, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. We're all guardians.
0: Greetings, guardian.
1: Fight on, guardian. <laughs>
0: Fucking brilliant.